Hello, my name is Sasha, and in this podcast episode with Mustafa, we speak about my journey from Ukraine to Sweden because of the war and how I was looking for work here in Sweden. Hope you're gonna enjoy this story. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif, an urban planner, and you're more than welcome to join my big journey of exploring the making of smarter and more livable cities. Please don't forget to follow Urbanistica on the different social media platforms. And also let's connect on LinkedIn. Big thanks to Urbanistica podcast partner, Afri. Afri is an international engineering and design company providing sustainable solutions in the fields of energy, industry and infrastructure. Are you ready for a new episode? Let's go for it. to welcome you Sasha to Urbanistica podcast hey and welcome hey Mustafa thank you so much for this opportunity my pleasure how are you doing I'm fine thanks <laughs> good uh, good that we make time for the podcast yeah. so I'm happy to have you and uh, I don't know if I to- say your name right like Sasha but your name is like not Sasha you know <laughs> or how is it oh this is like nickname uh, my name is Alexandra, yeah. but no one say like this. <laughs> it's like Toulon, and it's more for documents and more official stuff, I guess. But for colleagues, for friends, and yeah, just Sasha. Sasha. And also for your uh, podcast fans. Okay, <laughs> if, if they will be. <laughs> sure, they will be. So, uh, all good with you? How was how was your day so far? Uh, it's really good. Uh, it's uh, a, a lot of work now, and yeah. I'm really happy about this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but I think you're not so much happy about the weather in Sweden. <laughs> no, but it's a thing you <laughs> get used to, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because this is your first uh, time experiencing this weather, right? Mm, or? I more I experienced this more as living in Sweden, but I, I was visiting. Yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. in this weather as well so this is not like something shock for me <laughs> so <laughs> we have this weather in kiev too sometimes okay so then that's a kind of like home yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with you you are our storyteller how would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners uh, i'm uh, sasha as you might guess i'm uh, from kiev ukraine i'm a landscape architect but i have architect education and i came to profession landscape architect architect profession super accidentally i didn't really plan to end up (laughs) there but i'm really great in the end and i'm happy to work with this this is really passionate fashionable for me and exciting super cool so like how um or take us back in time like uh, where you born how big is your family and so on mm. i was born in crimea that's where my mom was studying for become doctor and uh, i was born there but i haven't lived there so for a long time mm. we moved we moved to the south of ukraine uh 
I was living with my grandparents for a few years when my mom went to Kiev to uh, make her doctor career, if I can say like that. Yeah. So I was living with my grandma and my granddad in a little village on the south of Ukraine. It was uh, it was really nice childhood. And then I moved to Kiev back to my mom, where I started to go to school. And just yeah. since that time, I was living there. Yeah. So your uh, architecture school is in Kiev? Yes. Okay. What is the name of the university? Uh, it's super long. It's Kiev <laughs> National University of Construction and Architecture. So it's not only uh, architecture. architecture. They have like architecture yeah. faculty. Yeah. It's more of a build builder and uh, mm. uh, engineer. And how 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 did it happen that you start to study architecture? Like because usually this is the. the, the story that okay maybe my cousin or maybe my parents and so on but what was your case <laughs> it wasn't super <laughs> unique <laughs> i just loved to paint from my childhood and uh, everyone s- said to me you should become an architect because you paint yeah i and i didn't i never understand that logic why <laughs> you can become designer you can become True. but i don't know this mind was always with me and i was thinking ah oh, why not it's it sounds interesting but i had no understanding what is the yeah i know that they make buildings <laughs> that's it yeah so i was just it was just a try yeah, yeah. i would say it wasn't like super like a, a goal or a goal, yes. planned yeah, absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's the same for me actually here like it's almost the same story like i also oh. good in drawing and my parents and family told me okay but you should maybe be an architect because you're do- good in, doing good in drawing i'd be like okay but there are some logo designers oh. there are graphic designers artists you know they'd be like no 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 architect is good they will get good pay oh, you know absolutely. salary absolutely <laughs> and it's also sounds super successful and super yeah, cool you know, right? like architect and Ar- like in my case we have like uh, zaha hadid from my country yeah and everyone oh you should be like her and so on I mean, in the end, it turned good, Oh. <laughs> and that's fine. So, what are you? What are you passionate about? I'm passionate passionate about my profession. As I said, it's not only work. It's it could it also my hobby. Just like I can walk in the city and I look at the landscape, and it makes me excited. And uh, uh, I also passionate about the surround. How cool is it? The buildings, like everything, like this. Yeah. Do you because when you started, it was not something you're passionate about when you started to study. But so, how did this passion started or became something as you love? Uh, is it like through schools or when you start to work projects? Uh, it started in school, I think, uh, because I start to learn. A lot of other architects who become successful, like Zaha Hadid also. Yeah. Uh, I was her big fan in university time, especially of her works. And they f- this motivated me so much and also inspired. And uh, I start to read a lot about uh, different objects, different buildings, maybe not more than, but also like his- like historical ones. 
and you get in in and like you can't stop anymore <laughs> and you start to love it and yeah yeah that so was... true so when you graduated was it like five years or how many years is it yeah i graduated from my bachelor in 2018 and from master i graduated in corona okay in 2020 i, I was my group was the first one who experienced ah, online graduation. That's not so cool. <laughs> no, but it was some some new experience for me. Yeah, yeah. And then you started to work directly? Or when was like your professional? No, I started to work uh, on my course, course in university. I was okay. about finishing bachelor. Mm -hmm. And I started to work at pretty famous and big Ukrainian architectural company, I would say. What's the name? Uh, it's called Archimatica. Mm -hmm. It's really big in Ukraine. It was like, when you're a student, it's like a dream to be, oh, to be nice. there. How many people are we talking about? Like how many employees or arch architects? Uh, it was 150 when I was there. Okay, that's big. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty big. So dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> And it come true when you never expect it to come true. Like I never even thought to go there. It was just accidental as usual. <laughs> so you work there and, and with with what specifically? I worked there with uh, deta detail landscape architecture. So mm. I wasn't like create something. I was just making de detailed design yeah. for draw like for drawing which already been made yeah so that was really good experience to understand how everything works in landscape and, yeah exactly and i'm really appreciate that time and that <laughs> that possibility that i end up there and did you continue in the same office or do you change job i changed job after three years working there three years yeah. Oh, so you, you, I guess you work with different projects as well. Yeah, I yeah. work like more than seven, eight projects. Wow, for like, this time, like which kind of projects? It was a lot of residential, uh, like yards, uh, with different, um, with different options. Like it could be also street, it could be playgrounds, public spaces, uh, and so many other stuff like. Yeah, also with schools a little bit and uh, uh, landscape or office offices also like with different uh, public spaces and other functions. So more like the urban design, the outdoor yeah. design. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then after three years, three years, you change job? I change uh, the position. I I I went to be a manager <laughs> no i went <laughs> to more like also popular but a little bit smaller company mm -hmm. where they offer me to be not only like make a deta detailed design but also like uh, make a idea like conception okay and that what i was really missing mm -hmm. on my on my first work yeah. that i can't really produce anything and maybe i have some yeah good skills to produce something i was mm. just i wasn't sure so that's why i wanted to try maybe yeah. i will become good as conceptualist or yeah you know so more like in the early early stages yeah and then 
and after this you develop a project on the, to the last stage. Yeah. So like it's a key enough for it. Yeah. So then you graduated during the COVID and still working, right? Yeah, I I was working since since the first course of university till till this year. You have more work experience than me, you know, like just these uh, years, you know. I don't know. I I, I graduated two thousand eighteen. Ah, uh, so like a year before. Yeah. I think it's a com common thing in my country when you start working pretty early. Very early. Yeah. It's and really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I also realize it, it has pluses and minuses as well. I think it's good because you're like in touch with reality. Yeah. yeah maybe minuses or that you're like too realistic and you lose this uh, fantasy that we have in academia. Or what do you think? I think the biggest minus that you you basically share yourself you you, you need to split yourself between work and studies True. and it never work because you rather study you rather work yeah if you want to focus all in yeah mm. if you have full-time work as i had ah oh, oh wow That's so big. it was really hard for me to combine both so i with time my university uh, success yeah. was really low because in the beginning I was pretty good student I, mean, I had scholarship <laughs> teachers loved me yeah. <laughs> and uh, I made a good work uh, in university but uh, since I started working my university uh, no. <laughs> went to the zero I was just about to kick, be kicked off yeah oh wow yeah I also have this <laughs> experience <laughs> being kicked off from university oh my god that, i would never imagine that because you're like you're so good and so on so no. I, this is like behind the scenes absolutely no, that's true yeah that's so, true. so like but if if it was like 50 percent or something then should be fine right like not full time no i think it's good to have balance yeah because you also work full time you study on the weekends or at night yeah and it's not good <laughs> both for mentally, both no. for physical health as well. True, because then you lose the the life outside, yeah. either at university or at work. Yeah, you trying to reach something, then in the end you don't understand what you even want. Yeah, that's true. So you 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 kept working until the war started, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember we had deadline, and it was. A day before war started, yeah, we were discussing how we're gonna manage this de deadline, and I'm saying maybe it's gonna be war tomorrow, and it started actually, but uh, till the end I was planning to go to work. Oh wow! So 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 when the war started, you you kept go to office or no? It was like from home. No, I didn't went to office mm. because my office quite far from my home, yeah. and I don't really understand that time what should i do so just and, being at and i home. decided to stay at home mm. because it was more safe safer maybe than just to get stuck in the other end yeah. of the city and and how was the like the team did they say like your manager say okay we pause everything because now it's very special um at, i'd say situation or no keep working from home mm. i think it was super chaotic in the beginning i think some our managers said to us that we 
not gonna come to work upcoming week because we're gonna yeah uh, we're gonna update you according to the situation yeah and in the end no one no one came to office and mm-hmm. maybe this summer our manager update us that we're gonna shut down on unpredictable okay time so you should find work or trying to do some, something uh, else just like for living like getting yeah, salary because a lot of people was waiting that this maybe will, will continue to work but it was it's pretty small company and we so much depends on the customers and all customers yeah well, they don't want to build anything when it's nice no, when it's war in the country of so, course not uh, yeah so so for how long being at home until you be like, okay, we need to move outside of the country? I was, I was for five days in Kyiv, mm. and it was very scary. It was every day, and we just didn't know what we we're gonna do. It was so yeah, uh, like you can't predict this. What's gonna happen tomorrow? No. Like, but we and we didn't have any plan, and we. Yeah, but I have a boyfriend in Sweden, but it's a question how to get there. And it's pretty yeah. far. Because you you live with your mom? Yeah, I was live with my mom. And our grandma, she was uh, living in in the city near Kiev, like 20 minutes with car. So we basically were pretty near each other. And when <laughs> I remember when we this, it was... It was a morning when they bombed a house, like a residential house near my home, like 200 meters from me. And I got super scared and we decided that that day that we, we should leave because it, it doesn't become better with every day. It's even worse. And then we were first... Then we went first to my grandma just to take her. Yeah. Did you, did you bring your luggage or what did you bring? From home, like uh, this. The our original plan was we we go into state metro. We we go into state the metro when it's uh, air air alarm. Yeah, like because, for protection. Yeah, for protection because we we didn't really have a good basement in our apartment. Okay. Because it was it was it's still a mystery for me. Like uh, Ukraine was in war last time seventy years ago. Yeah, so you cannot uh, even and, imagine uh, this. And no one, and like you had experience of war, and like a situation which can bring you war, and no one built a normal basement in apartments. Yeah, and like there is no need. Makes sense. Like yeah, why should we build it? Nay, no, absolutely. Like yes, and uh, we decided that to stay in our basement, it's really dangerous because it's not a basement at all. It's just like corridor with yeah. uh, some equipment yeah. it doesn't have a protect protective door and stuff or materials yeah and materials like so if, if the bomb will fall down the building we will die in this basement mm-hmm. so we decided we're gonna stay in metro yeah and 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 and, uh, and how did you like like how yeah how did you say okay we go to this metro metro station is it like the closest one or where like specific metro station that you should go to no all uh, all metro station works. is works yeah, because they're yeah. underground yeah. pretty pretty yeah pretty deep yeah and our nearest metro was like 15 minutes from our house so not not super close but mm. it's still anything it's better than yeah 
the nothing. So you packed your luggage and went to metro or something? No, like... I packed only my uh, passport, my dog food, and some like something to sit on because we we didn't know how how much time we're gonna spend there. So we, I took only this. So no food, no stuff. Uh, some food also, like some one bottle of water and some snacks maybe. So when you when you like when you. Uh, I I, lo- I want to talk about details so our listeners will will get this because we don't hear about this. Mm. So excuse me if I like take no, up some fine. stars. Yeah. So like when you went out, you'd be like, okay, we will not come back. Or what is the idea? What is the plan? Uh-huh. Or you say, okay, I we just go to metro and then we come back maybe tomorrow or tonight. Yeah. Should I start uh, from the beginning? Maybe. No, you just continue like this talking about mm-hmm. situation. No, we plan. We didn't really have. As had a specific plan what we're gonna do for for this upcoming two hours or maybe half a day we planned okay we're gonna stay in metro and then we're gonna plan what should we do maybe we're gonna go to grab grandma and go out uh, to the other city which is more safer to the uh, west of ukraine for example where which is close to the border also with other countries so we decided first we're gonna stay in metro just to wait when this uh, bomb attack gonna finish and we're gonna think like without any stress uh, and we also saw that metro doesn't work so like no transport didn't work that time like so metro was only like a shelter okay so how, how was in the inside like when you went down it was full, of, full pe- of people full of animals full of kids it was like a mix uh, between zoo and people wow it was yeah it was incredible and I, was, and I never seen something like that so like and like how to say there were electricity right like some yeah like electricity and water, ventilation everything. yeah yeah of course so it was not like super crowded and you crowded maybe, yes maybe but maybe you can't breathe and so on right no of course it was yeah. uh, it was perfect shelter uh-huh. it was like uh, uh you can stay there and did you had like people um, guiding? Say yes, you stay here, you no. go there, or no? It's just like self organizing. No, it was no gu- guide guiding. It was wasn't really to guide something like here's the metro. It's a shelter. Just that's, go. That's like where you're supposed to stay. Yeah. To be safe. And how about like the in, inside the metro? Because um, there is no, you cannot charge phone, or I guess there are not so many electricity outlets or. How, how was how was the time in the metro? Tell us. No, it wasn't. It was no electricity, of course. No, nothing where you can charge your devices. It was only light, and that's it. So everyone was just bring bringing their uh, pillows or mattress where they can sit. Some people were sleeping there with with kids, with dogs, with yeah, cats, yeah. with. Uh, parrots and uh, other animals yeah it was even big families it was lonely people it was old people young like it was every everyone who lives in city was in metro wow and and how was the atmosphere between people like is it the atmosphere i was surprised but atmosphere was really not calming but it wasn't stress. It wasn't like there were not panic and everyone screaming and. I was really panic in the beginning, but like when you 
when you in when you was when you are in this metro mm. you you look at the other people and you realize everyone has the same situation and yeah. it makes you calm that you're not alone here you're not yeah and a lot of people were starting to sing songs and mm. it was like on the whole the yeah. whole station was just like like a radio like the the big radio yeah and uh that's how people try to make each other calm yeah. and it was really um, it really helped mm -hmm. and how about like the food the water the toilets i was it was it was no toilets and it was what you you bring what by you yourself bring. yeah 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 uh, but we we didn't stay there like like long time so you went there with your mom we went you went down yeah i went there with my mom with my backpack and with my dog yeah and then i see metro is goes it's, ah, it's on, like it's only stops when it's like air air ah but attack. otherwise it's, it's like the yeah, metro but, is moving yeah but i didn't know about this i thought all all transport it's stopped yeah and that's why because we wanted to go to our grandma yeah, that was true. our original plan we didn't want really to stay in kiev mm. and we didn't know if the transportation goes we would we would go but yeah. we didn't know for sure and true. to like order taxis was impossible of because course. you when you went down from the flat to the metro you didn't see any cars moving or it, everything was like stopped kind it was of. only private cars like mm. we didn't have car buses or no buses yeah, no yeah. doesn't work it's only like private cars yeah who has car they move they and move. yeah and in the beginning it was like crazy traffic yeah everyone wants wants to go out it was yeah. yeah so you saw the metro and you become like happy okay this is working <laughs> it's not that i be become happy <laughs> but it was it was at least something some for some time to be sure that you're gonna be fine at least yeah yeah for some hours yeah and then we just we just decided with mom that we're gonna go to grandma because transport is working and mm. metro is the only way to get to her okay and uh, all our decision was super spontaneous it was like like mm. let's do this just think mm. and you do it's not not really it wasn't really a plan, plan huh? so you took the metro to grandma yeah we took a metro to grandma then we took a bus which also was working and we went there and now i realize it wasn't really smart idea to go to a city which is near kiev because all cities which is out outside like they were destroyed and a lot of people were killed there, but our grandma town it was more south souther, and they did and Russian didn't didn't take it. But if it would be if if this town would be like on the north, I I, I don't I don't know even <laughs> what what mm. what would happen. So so this this now like which day after the war is it like third month or after a few days. It was fifth day, I think. Okay, so not so long from the start. No, but okay. it it feels it feels like it was really long. Mm. These five days was really long. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. So you took a grandma, and then uh, we just went to grandma, and we were just uh, st staying there for two days, and then like we also have a lot of friends who call. Like you always have different kind of information. Then you watch news. You're asking what your friends is doing, what's what they have for plan, and according to this, you're also thinking what you should do because 
you you can't really this is the situation which you can't really uh, know what the right yeah. way is yeah so my mom had a lot of calls from her friends and from other people mm. and friends of their friends and everyone was saying you should leave you should leave it it okay. will it will take longer we don't like no one knows how it ended up yeah. because i still had like a i believe in my heart that it maybe will End. take a week okay. it, it can't be like how how it can be how so long, long for how long yeah yeah it it maybe take maximum a week maybe just like just to show the power or something yeah and uh, we realized nothing is changing we have to we, we need to just leave this area because kiev is the most important thing to destroy maybe for 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 the first and uh it was a train like um trains where my grandma lives it was trains which was still going and we had a plan that we go to this train go to kiev again but okay. we're not gonna go home we're only go gonna go to central station because from this station all trains goes to other cities of ukraine and uh, it was <laughs> such a quest because um, we didn't know exactly the schedule and it was maybe not super scheduled that time. It was pretty random, but uh, we finally was in this train and it was super scary. to From Grandma to Kiev? To Kiev yeah. Central Station. Mm. And Sc it, Scary because of? Scary because you see like cow cow cows around you you see like fire somewhere you see the explosion I, mm, like mm, and you think now maybe the bomb they coming to they me, yeah. gonna bomb this train yeah, or something yeah. and uh, yeah it was um it was really <laughs> scary yeah but then we we came finally to the central station of mm. kiev it was full of people yeah uh, it was that full that it was no place even to sit on the floor. Mm. Like, I'm not even speaking about benches and like, and we don't, we, we were trying to find out which train we should take because you can't really buy tickets. You, like Because the system now, like. Yeah, it, like everyone just go to train as full as they, they could. Like, my friends, they were leaving Kiev also and they were just sitting in the, corridor full of people you can't really walk it was like uh in one in one one cabin which is for six people it was like 20 and uh, it was kids animals every, everyone everyone exactly who could escape they were just sitting was trying to sit on on wherever train train they could yeah and so, so how do you plan like the destination you say okay to, where should we go who made the we, decision? Um, we went to my mom friend who lived in the west of mm. Ukraine. Yeah. But uh, it was no like really place to stay for three, for three of us and, and a dog. And uh, they found another friend who has some room for, for, for a few days maybe. So we just decided, okay, we're going to come for a few days. And then we're gonna we're gonna plan according to the situation. Exactly. So it was like this. Mm. All all every every day was like we we not have 
plan more than a week mm. ahead mm. or a day ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super random. Mm. Just change everything according to the situation. To what's happening. Yeah. So how was this, like, the place or the city where there are stores, like grocery, or could you buy something or, or everything was closed? No, it was working, but all grocery, it was hard to find something because everything was just empty. Like, you, you could see people panic a lot. And you couldn't buy any bread, any milk. It was any conservation. Everything was, uh, like, uh, sold out. And uh, we were just had some food left before war started because we made a big... Uh, like we we do a big shopping yeah. of grocery every week and yeah. <laughs> we did it uh, before war st started yeah. and that's what like really helped us a lot because i don't know like maybe we couldn't eat just all this time because on train of course it's impossible to buy food when it's full of the people and yeah when it's three times more people it's supposed to be even more so so you stayed in um, your mother friend's house we tried to find which train we should take because we couldn't buy, as, as I said earlier, we, can't, we couldn't buy any tickets. It was just this train comes and if you're lucky, you, 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 you go get the in. place. Mm -hmm. You get in. If you're not, you, need, you wait for, for, the next one. for the next one. And that's, that, mm -hmm. that's how it worked. So there were like, how to say, police organizing this or not? Like... It was volunteers who organized this, it was station workers who organized this. Mm, mm. But it was hard to organize because it's like all train system of Ukraine was just uh, broke yeah. because of this. And like they tried, they made a lot of evocation trains mm, mm. and it wasn't really exactly schedule, which like just not. approximately and you just need to be, you just need to come On to the platform, the platform and yeah. just like if you see the destination. And if it at least works for you, maybe not mm. not exactly the city you want to Just get in, but if it goes at least to this destination, yeah. you, you should get yeah. to this train. So is it like one train per hour or no, you don't know? It, it, was, it was coming pretty mm. recently. Okay. Like maybe. I wasn't, I wasn't really on platform. I wasn't standing there so mm. long. Mm. So I can't really say, but I can guess that it was... Uh, a lot of trains coming and, and comes because there's nothing to wait for. Like people who was on the platform, they yeah, just get in exactly in into minutes and it gets full immediately. And so it. and then no delays. Both. No, no yeah, delays, no delays at least. And uh, yeah. I remember usually because we were visiting this uh, this city before yeah. many times, and usually it took like it, it it took maybe in in normal situation. I don't know, 10 hours there from Kyiv. Wow. And we were traveling like a day and a night. It was, it was, wow. the train was yeah, going yeah. so slowly because you can't have like big, like super speed because. Yeah, because the capacity. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you took the train to where? I took train to Ushgorod. This is, uh, it's like a city near the border with uh, Romania. And uh, it's like super close. It's like the closest big city to the border. And we had a friend who lived there. So that's why we went there. And it was, we lived there for a week. And it was like comparing to Kiev, it was super like, like super, 
how to say not so dangerous you you feel that you you was you felt a little bit safe than in, in Kiev and uh, this this city was overfull of all people from different cities of Ukraine like even when you go to grocery it's like it wasn't so much food not because it's like a food layer uh, it was like panic and it was like more population in the there. city than it mm. like supposed to be did you see see people in the street or no not that no i didn't saw mm. any people because it was like like all people become and feel people so this situation made people so united and everyone mm. tried to help us yeah as much as they could if you have like apartment you live alone you t- you 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 take, you take some people mm. to live there yeah so and it was a lot of camps for refu- mm. refugees it okay. was like food uh, points like mm. close points so like in this in this um in this situation like everyone no one could no one was sitting on the street or was hungry mm, mm, mm. and and like during all all this um time do you did you think that okay this is gonna stop tomorrow or in, in two days or no you stop to think about this gonna stop the war will stop i think like, like what kind of hope or vil- believe you had on the, when it was first day i thought i had hope that it can't be for long like come on how it could be longer but after a week i realized no it, it become really already so big it can't just finish in a in a week so i still hope it gonna finish soon but it's not like i'm super romanticize it i like you with some time you 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 start to think more like logically and more like realistic without, yeah more yeah. realistic exactly without some dreams and and for how long you stayed in that city uh, close to the border of romania we stayed for a week because when we just came we we realized that we 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 probably going to go to sweden because my boyfriend is here and like where where else can i be yeah you have no other choices yeah no other choices and uh, we were staying a week there because we had a dog and we didn't have like special documents for dogs we came into sweden because they need like a lot of documentation which i, I haven't had with me and uh, we were waiting when they're going to change the rules because they ch- they said we're going to change the rules for people from Ukraine with I mean animals. Sweden changed yeah. the rules okay yeah Sweden mm. because Poland they said you don't have to you, you don't need to have any documents if if it's your doc you just yeah you if you don't even have travel passport you just can come with your local one so it was like all uh, it was no restriction at all So did you see people people start to move out of the country, right? From that they city? St- yeah, they start to move the first from from the first day. A lot of people, it was so much people who left the Ukraine left Ukraine first uh, first and second day and we that was also reason why we stayed longer because we didn't want to stay on the border for seven or ten hours because like it makes no sense we 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 
pretty safe in the city. We 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 have to st stay somewhere. There is no like big rush. And uh, yeah, we were waiting for this restriction for animals will be lighter, and uh, we also look looked for somewhere to stay for my mom and grandma here in Sweden. Okay. So you were in contact with your boyfriend and yeah, checking, uh, every yeah. time. And he found uh, volunteers here in Sweden who uh, gave their apartment for for free for my mom and grandma for a few months. It was uh, I was so surprised about how people are nice and kind to to this situation. Everyone was so help helpful. They tried to help as much as they could, and like uh, I still. I so much appreciate that. Like I'm, I was so surprised. So you were there waiting for like restriction about the dog traveling. Or yeah, animal because traveling. they they said that they're gonna make it lighter on on the days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so the time you get an like a okay now you can. Uh, but yeah, we decided that we need to go in after a week. We. They still didn't uh, change anything, like officially, and we just took a risk because we couldn't stay there any anymore. There was like th that apartment wasn't available anymore, unfortunately. And we decided, okay, we take a risk, risk. But I still realized that like they c couldn't do anything to my dog anyway. So, and so where did you go? We went to Poland. Mm. Border. We stayed there like uh it was so long we stayed on this border. It was like seven hours just on the border because like it was just standing? Just standing in line. To get in. To get in, yes. Because of the amount of people who's uh, getting out from Ukraine. Uh then we went to after this border cross we went to What did they say when you checked the border? Give me more like details. Did they tell you like what is your name, passport, or no? And On just the pass? border control. Yeah. Yeah. No, they just uh, when it was our turn yeah. in line, yeah. they just took our passports. Mm. They checked. They they were mostly focusing on men, okay. because men can uh, from specific age. Mm. They can't leave Ukraine. Ah, uh, because they need to join military. Yeah. Okay. Because if you're under military age, you can't leave. So people from eighteen till seventy, if I'm not wrong. From 18? From 18 till 70. They can't leave. They can't leave? No. Like, basically like no men will leave? Kind no, of, of course the, there are some exceptions. Yeah. If you have like three kids, more than three kids you can leave. If you, if you have some health issues yeah. and so on, uh, of course you can leave. But mostly all my <laughs> guy friends, they still... So they checked like your name, face, and it's identical. They when when we came on car to the border police, they just took our passports. They took them and they went somewhere, and they came like after five minutes with stamps. And then they just start to make a checkup of the car and checking if we don't have extra guys uh, okay. <laughs> trying to <laughs> escape. Uh, to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then we just uh, went to, went to Poland. And it was a, a taxi. No, it was like a bus who organized the transportation, like uh, like just a bus, almost. 
and uh, we crossed the border and it was first time since the war started when I could relax because I I had still this anxiety that it just can bomb bomb you anytime you you you're just in Ukraine and uh, yeah that was so relief to to cross the border but it was also like uh, you have no idea when you're gonna come come back again when you, if you're gonna see your home again if you're gonna meet your friends again if you will come to your apartment if it will be still there if it will be still ukraine yeah. like you had so much thoughts of this is, is there something specific you only thought about when you were on the bus is it like i just want to survive or i just want to be like in sweden was it something like please i want just this or no um ah, it was more it was a lot of thoughts about surviving like you were focusing more than ever especially on the sec on the security of your family as well on your of your friends you were like you were thinking about this so much about all your friends or like people you know who left who decided to stay in Kiev you were thinking about them so much yeah. about your I was thinking so much about my apartment <laughs> I was so worried that's it will be it will be like uh, destroyed yeah destroyed because you tell me it's like on the top floor or, or yeah not? it was the highest floor it was 15th floor super fancy oh <laughs> <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah but not so fancy now because it's super dangerous to live on the last floor so in the bus and then to to which city in in Poland? It was Krakow, uh, because we need this, uh, we needed a train station to get to another city of Poland. It was another city was Dansk because it was ferries who go which goes to Stockholm. Could you decide to which city you go, like when you take the bus, or or no? Your first destination is this city. Uh, before to before we took this bus, we we agreed which destination we, okay. it's gonna be. Yeah. So, and usually they bring people to cities with uh, big train st stations. Yeah. So from there they could go somewhere else. Yeah. So it was it was Krak Krakow when uh, when we when we <laughs> came to this uh, train uh, train station i was basically shocked it was even worse than in kiev it was like full of people full of ukrainian people mostly like women, women with kids and uh, it was like so like you look at this and you can't believe this is happening like uh, what, what, like how it even possible you you see all all this uh, panic all this uh, stress and yeah, I still have this uh, picture in my in my memory, and uh, this is something you can't explain. This is what like you just see, and yeah, you just start. You just shocked all the time from this. I uh, just to like a small comment. I'm also from from a country with with wars like Iraq. Uh, hopefully, nobody of our listeners experienced it. But like, and you cannot even picture it until you experience it. So I understand like what you mean. So, so you took the train and then to the next city, right? Yeah, we took train to Gdansk. Gdansk, it's a city where uh, ferries um, 
where the ferry are, <laughs> which can bring us to Sweden, to Sweden, to Nunesham, to Stockholm, because it was other other cities in Poland which has also ferries, but we needed specifically that one so we can be straight in Stockholm. And we also had relatives in Gdansk, so we stayed with them. So it was like it, all this journey from Polish border to Stockholm took like four days. And in the ferry, they checked also like documents and everything, or how was no, it? No, they didn't check anything. They, they like it was even free. Uh, it was free for Ukrainians with passport. And on ferry, it was like it was over full with Ukrainian people. And like you meet a lot of them and they share their stories. And some stories were like so horrible, so yeah. you can't like believe they saying this to you. And some like it was a woman with kid from uh, Bucha. It's a city near Kiev, like maybe heard about. It was super destroyed. And she was st- standing under this bridge to escape. And she was on ferry with us, and like later I, I check up the news, and I was just shocked that I met a person from just from the epicenter of yeah. the whole horror. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, that was uh, like you thought you're you finally safe, but you still meet like people, and you still get in shocked every every time you meet someone and you speak to someone. So before you arrived to Stockholm, all these days, like, how was, uh, like, what you and your mom talk about? How do you eat? How, like, how, how was your day? Apart from like standing in the queues and waiting, like, uh, yeah, that all, all, all days was just about standing in the queues and waiting. No, but in train we, when we were leaving Kiev in in a train which was goes so long time, we had some food with us which we prepared. And we we also shared this food to other people who was in this train for two days and they had nothing to eat. So we shared a little bit and uh, it was no, like mostly of the time was no connection. So we just phone connection. So you, I can't really check what's going on. Like what's the news? What, uh, what, what, what's with my relatives or friends? I had no idea. And for like, day and a half was no connection you use whatsapp right or what telegram what? Tele- ah, yeah. telegram okay. telegram and it's also um, it's for communication and you yeah. also have a lot of channels with different like news. a news yeah yeah and it's really uh, like comfortable to have this in everything in one one app mm. uh, yeah then we came to this uh, city on the west of on the west of Ukraine, and uh, now we were just we were just staying in an apartment. We we're going to grocery. We were walking in the city, just to I don't know distract ourselves somehow, yeah. just to like I don't know go go out and look for some sightseeing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it sounds crazy, but that's that helped a lot. Or go to like some cafe cafe to to just. I don't know, get uh, just to escape from your thoughts. Because if you stay at home, you just get in, you just update the news yeah. every time and you're getting crazy all this. That's true. And how was like the money? Did you have cash or did you have like use your card? 
I I had card and cash, but I could pay with card all the time mostly. Yeah. There was no no problem with yeah. that. So you arrived to Stockholm. Yes, we how, how, arrived to Stockholm. Uh, my boyfriend met us. How was your feelings like when you hear that you enter the Swedish bo- water or border? Or no, I was so happy to unite, be reunited with my boyfriend because it's it's the one scene when you just come into another country as refugee, and it's another scene when you have already like people you family. know here, yeah, family, and I feel really relieved. It was maybe one of the first time of the whole since war started when i was feeling better from that point yeah so you you went to your boyfriend uh, apartment and so on uh my my mom and grandma stayed in my boyfriend's apartment and my boyfriend's cousine she gave apartment for me and my boyfriend for for first months until we find something for my parents and then we found then like he found these volunteers who yeah. agree to 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 my mom and, and grandma live there. So he he or you live in Stockholm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So when you enter, also did they check something or no? Did they check the document of the uh, dog? No, they were just uh, like they were just standing and like greeting you, like they they didn't check any passports. Okay. And uh, yeah, that was relief for me because I was worrying a lot about Doc. What's gonna happen? <laughs> that was uh, really risky. I realize now, but <laughs> you have no choice. Yeah, there yeah. was no choice no, no, basically. No, of course not. Like, of and course of not. course, they're not gonna do anything with Doc. No, of course not. They were because not because we like... were running up from war. Yeah, so yeah, of course, yeah. We tried to save it anyway. Like yes, no Swedish people not that cold. <laughs> Ah, uh, but Swedish border police maybe are. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us, you you came to Stockholm now in the, in the flat. Now you have a roof. You have a food. So, what is was what was on your plan? What should you do now? Are you going back home or what? Like the new plan? What is the new plan? I had no new plan because I realized my plan is just to uh, settle settle yeah. down here. Yeah. At least for me. Mm. I wasn't sure about my mom. They just stayed there. We just gonna look how the situation gonna be updated. Mm. Uh, as as soon as we have somewhere to stay for them, yeah, like it's it's fine. Like mm. I mm. can leave, continue to to leave. So I was uh, like first week I was just trying to rest from everything what yeah. happened. I was just I was meeting a lot of friends, family of my boyfriend, and okay. that try that helped me to to just forget a bit. Yeah, just to get a little bit disattracted. Yeah. And then I start to study. Just I start my Swedish lessons again, which is which was on pause, just to have some something to do. So I just yeah. basically start started to continue leaving. Yeah as as much as it possible i was helping a lot uh, with my mom documents mm. organization because yeah. it was long long process here in the beginning like you have to stay in a queue near mig- immigration uh, uh, out of office. the immigration mm. usually took so many hours so like i was i was doing this kind of okay. stuff uh. yeah 
You like to register and all this. Yeah, register and uh, uh, yeah, just made an application. Just stay in line. Okay. Just uh, maybe go to the. I was going a lot to demonstration first. Okay. Like first uh, first days when I was there. Mm. I was also going to. I was vol- volunteering a lot first 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 months. Yeah. Uh, because I, like a lot of people who come there, they don't speak any language, and yes. they, they they just need someone who can speak Russian translate, or Ukrainian yeah. and try to translate. Mm. So that that was what I was useful for, <laughs> and uh, it was it was it was nice to to be to get to do some help for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, to share. This. Yeah. So now we have like two stories. We it's one about you that we're going to continue to talk about. One about your mom and and grandma. So what happened with them until now? Uh, until summer they stay there. In the flat here in Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. And like then we both went back to get uh, t- together to Ukraine. But I just went to escort them. Mm-hmm. I was I was. I was going to be back to Stockholm because I got to work and yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, this is my new home. I can't yeah. go anywhere else. Yeah. But I decided to go with my grandma and mom to Ukraine. Because they want to go back. Yeah, they want to go back and uh, uh, they couldn't stay anymore in that apartment. And it was just a question of uh, of accommodation. Uh, and yeah, my grandma wanted to be home anyway. So she, she, it was hard for her to stay there. So we both made a decision to go back, and I was just going with with them because I also wanted to uh, came home to t- take some stuff, uh, take some clothes, and so on. Because when we left, I just took only my passport and pillow to sit in metro. I didn't have anything else with me. So like. After how many months did you go back home or your? It was uh, four months. After the war. After start, the war. Start of the war. Or, yeah, it was, uh, it was in the middle of summer. Hmm. So we came there in the beginning of March and in the middle of summer, we, they went back. But I mean, when you go back, when mother and they know that it's war and it's like means... yeah but it was it was um, mostly calm and cave at that time okay it was pretty uh, good situation mm. but from september they start again again yeah and my mom came back here ah, okay so now she's she's, she's in she's stockholm back here. Mm. and she also had a work has work here okay that's she nice. found an uh, apartment so that's really good So back to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you start to learn Swedish classes, some classes, right? And then you start to look for a job. Mm-hmm. Because like it you became super viral and super famous on LinkedIn. And I don't know, let me I will go on your LinkedIn and see how many because you posted your, your uh, CV. And I think entire Sweden shared your CV. Yeah, mostly. Uh, mostly, yeah. Here, wait. Post. Um, okay, here's your CV and like two on LinkedIn. 
because I'm like always 24/7 on LinkedIn. So I saw like your CV has 2310 likes. And I don't know how many views because you can see it how many views like check it from your I phone. I can tell you if you want. Yeah, yeah, check it from your phone. Like 47 comments, uh, 221 reposts. Not even uh, Bill Gates, the owner of Microsoft, has <laughs> so many reach. <laughs> uh, this is your profile. Activities, post. Scroll down, down, down. Okay, here we go. Mm. Let me see if I can see. Okay, two, 213,000 views. Like, imagine, like oh. 25, how to say, quarter of a million people <laughs> checked your CV and your story. So how was the idea that you post on LinkedIn and inst instead of just like go for offices and look for a job and say hello? It was the idea of my boyfriend. Hmm? It was the idea of my boyfriend. What is his name? His name is Frederick. Frederick, shout out. Oh. Frederick. <laughs> yes. It was his idea because um the thing is in Ukraine you don't lose LinkedIn so much. You have other websites for job uh, for looking for work. Okay. And you don't use LinkedIn so much. So I wasn't really for me I just had a account there and that was all my activity. I wasn't almost uh, visited it. And uh when I came there, my boyfriend said it's really good time to find work now because you're from Ukraine, like people try to help now as much as they could and yeah. it's really good it's really a good possibility to find work now. Good timing, yeah. Yeah, you can make this you can make a post, I can make a repost and my friend yeah. friends can make a repost and so and so on. And so on. Yeah. What is he working with? He working as a sales manager. Nice. So he know how to sell. Yeah, he know. <laughs> he definitely knows. Yes. So you agreed. Okay, that was a good idea, and you posted. Yeah, I agreed because I have not. I had nothing yeah, to lose. Like, yeah. I needed. I needed to find some kind of work, and I. When I came there, I was. I, I knew how how the work situation in Sweden, especially if you come from other country, you you don't really speak Swedish. And I was really prepared that I'm not gonna have normal work at least for first year. I'm I'm here, and I, and I, for me, the thoughts about having architect landscape architecture work here was kind of a dream, because I I'm not used to have pink glasses and dream yeah, so yeah, much, especially. Yeah just to get disappointed so easy so yeah you, you were like too realistic yeah, and yeah you say, i was too much realistic i cannot speak swedish i'm just here near you so yeah. they will not take me in or like no, it was way, way of a dream just yeah. to get yeah. work here yeah so you posted your cv and you start like things start to rain like messages yeah. and the comments and everyone's sharing it how was your reaction i i was i was super shocked I'm still super shocked that it worked that way. I never expect expected it. <laughs> I I didn't I still don't understand what what special was in this post. Uh, so everything so it becomes so vi vi virus. Yeah. And I I was a little bit even scared of such attention to my <laughs> to Yeah, me. it's like it's the entire yeah, Sweden and, the, and Nordic in your profile literally. 
Yeah, and everyone's like, I I got like a lot of mails, a lot of match messages to, as on LinkedIn, as on my mail, yeah, as on my phone even. Yeah, I I, I was like, she needs uh, to hire first a communication manager <laughs> to, to, to manage all the DM, direct messages, emails, and so like, what were people telling you in the messages? It was different work offers. Um, mostly for landscape architecture and I was so surprised that <laughs> oh wow apparently I can't even go to interviews here that yeah. was like like I, direct I, uh, offer di direct yeah direct offer yeah exactly I couldn't even imagine <laughs> I could even go just for interview that that step I never even had in my no my that's head. like you're not even Zahadid like like no <laughs> I, I'm not even yeah I'm not even closer yeah. And uh, it was many. It was offers from different companies, like from com man managers who works in this company or colleagues. It was it was also a, lo a lot of uh, freelance offers, and so on. So it was. Like so you were like, oh, I'm happy, I'm popular. <laughs> I should move to Sweden before. <laughs> no, but I I still I I still think it was I was just in a good time in a good place. I I I think. How to say maybe algorithm there is like also pushed because I imagine there are many other people as well. Let's talk about architects now. Mm. I imagine there are many others as well. Uh, maybe their post didn't get so viral like yours. Maybe you were like the chosen one from the algorithm, right? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, I no, because like I, I'm watching carefully LinkedIn and I didn't see so many. But I saw your your post was like crazy. Mm. So I don't know what's there, but good for you. I don't know either, honestly. And uh, I'm still continuing. Sometimes I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this, and I'm. I just think it was, it was just mix of luck, mix of being in a good right, in a in a good time, yeah. in a good place. And Fre Frederick will tell you, no, no, no. It's just about you listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but. <laughs> Yeah. It was his idea, and I never thought it gonna work. Honestly, I thought it's like a bullshit. Like how it just it just yeah, an like, app, right? How how it can make me find a work? So uh, no, I'm also like a grateful for Frederick because now we are colleagues. We have you here on the tape. It's it's a big. So so tell me because I saw in the comments like big names emailed you and big companies emailed you. Studios very famous. Are you okay, but come to us and so on. I guess you went to so many interviews, right? I went around to 10 interviews. Wow. Some of them maybe were like second. And um, uh, yeah, it was around 10 interviews. 10 interviews. But I think it would be you... more, but I just... Uh, just stopped. <laughs> Yeah, I just stopped because I start to focus on on the companies yeah. which I just realized I, I can be a potential like uh, worker here. Do you know that you got more interviews than me? No, <laughs> but a lot of interview that doesn't mean that you can find a good work. Like yeah, true also. But you have more chances to. Yeah, you have more chances, yeah, yeah. and it's also good to compare. Yeah, because this is exactly you. You know, like what's there. So so like. But did you know about the Swedish market, like which offices leading, which one, which offices are niched within this specific kind of landscape or, or how was the market for you? 
market for me was just according websites uh the most usable website land design which i used to use as in university as for work and here you can just uh, pick up the country like for example sweden and then you see all offices and according to this website i was finding out okay this is this office is popular this popular of course of course like just super big company you know just from the beginning you don't need to search for them that's was that was maybe on my imagination of marketing in sweden because that's maybe how usually you start to search so what kind of offices did you had interview with big or small i had interviews with different one it was too big one really popular it was like maybe little bit smaller and it was also just like um little offices with uh, only focusing on landscape and they don't do anything else they like they pretty small but they also pretty famous so it was different experience and it was a lot to compare did you feel that in the interviews they were feeling sad and like hey welcome uh, just because like out, let's say you're from ukraine get a job here like not so much looking at your uh, skills and so on if you understand my question no it was as as i could sense it was not at, like no one was invited me because i'm from ukraine mm. like when i when i just started interviews almost every everyone said like you here not because we we want to have pity to you that you're from ukraine of course like it's of course we're so sorry for for you and all situation yeah. but you're here not because you're from ukraine like we can't not, hire not just everyone. not just because of your ukraine. no not yeah. not just because yeah, of this yeah, and yeah. that was like was seriously the first uh, what mm. everyone just said to me what do you think what do you feel when they tell you this is this good or no no i was feeling that <laughs> i was feeling of course good because otherwise i would be questioned all the time myself like maybe with time if i would work there mm. why they even hire me maybe they don't need me as a as a as a architect architect yeah. they just need me because they want they feel sorry or or um, maybe just for a good image or brand yeah maybe for for this too yeah yeah so, but i was feeling uh, in a way i was feeling really good that i maybe wore something <laughs> not just architect from ukraine for looking for work yeah, yeah it's good to to realize that someone need your experience need mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. skills yeah even though you're not from sweden yeah exactly like you have you, cr- you have a value and you can create a value yes so what was like the interesting and not interesting with the with the interviews you had was it difficult to have these interviews was it like taking energy of you preparation or how how was it? it was the first interview was maybe difficult because it was my first interview ever in sweden and uh, you sometimes don't know what is good to say what yeah. how to make it short like how to speak shortly about yourself so they know every all information for you because you can go, go on for 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 long not having the whole idea so that was hard for me but with time i i learned also what should i say what usually people are interested about so you have already this question answers for this question mm, yeah 
A3. With where were we in the in your list? Like top, down, or <laughs> of course. How happened that we um, we appeared on your list? Because uh, I saw they were like super cool offices as well. Yeah, but um, it's also about the vibe. It's not about the name only. Because for me, it's important uh, how the situation is inside, how how you communicate with each other, how you feel about each other, how s- because this is the most important for work, uh, the communication between the colleagues and like the vibe in general in the in the in the group. Yeah. Did, where 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 was Afri name the, in your list? Now you have a job, I, so I, you can be honest. I didn't have to, uh, at least. It was just it was just about my how I was feeling about the interview and the people who was interviewed me. Mm-hmm. And when I was at Afri, I felt like this 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 interview was really friendly. I really like uh, thank you, thank you. People, it was like it was really comfortable. Also, I didn't need to. It was like it is that it, uh, with Sarah. It was you and Sarah, yeah. yeah. It was our re- manager. For listeners like Sarah Birado is our manager. And uh, first we interview me and Sarah interview Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really natural and uh, comfortable for me. Yeah. Like uh, I felt like uh, I felt really good. Nice. Like no one pushing me and I'm just can be myself. And How was my interview skills? <laughs> was really good. I thought you like HR or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Sarah told me you can like join me in this interview and so on. No, because actually I saw your I saw your uh, post, mm. and then I because here we need to hire more people because we're just growing, growing. And I told Sarah this is interesting, mm. and you know, like at Afri we work a lot with the inclusion diversity, and I told her it would be an interesting like profile for inclusion diversity, you know. Mm. So we have more different people from different schools, so we think different and so on. And she'd be like, yes, why not? Let's do it. And she texts you. And, and I'm like, okay, now it's time to practice my interviewing skills, not as a podcast, but now <laughs> more like uh, work. No, yeah. but it was really good. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, professional. <laughs> Maybe because you know what, what kind of question you yeah. need to ask. And I remember like I told you, you can ex- explain to them, like because you, I told you, oh, show us your profile and... Portfolio. I think it was second interview yeah, when yeah. I showed my portfolio because first one we were just just like hello just just hello yeah just more introducing him yeah and the second one I'd be like no I need to make sure yeah <laughs> you you need at least to see my portfolio <laughs> at the second interview <laughs> it was really beautiful I told you oh no I like this and I uh-huh. like this <laughs> yeah interesting yeah so after like him the interview with with us so. Because then you had like some op- options, right? Yeah. You need to make a decision. So how did you think there? Um, By the way, for all the listeners, I'm super happy because finally my my podcast and interview skills paid off. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yes, we have you here. So yeah, how did you think that time? Uh, I think I... Honestly, I didn't really. I googled before the first interview about Afri, but uh, I didn't find found a lot of landscape about landscape, yeah. and yeah. I was just a little bit 
ah, maybe I try, I need to try to search uh, more. And, uh, like, no, I was feeling that I could fit there because I felt that I could, I, I, like, people welcome me here. I could be, like, a member of this team and people are really nice and, like, open. That's what I'm surprising about Swedish people that wherever you go, like, people really nice to you. Even works interview, even if you're not, like, good for this position, you're still gonna be respected as a person, as a professional, anyway. So you decided to start here? Yeah. And did you email all the other uh, people and tell them thank you and so on? Or? Yeah, of course, I emailed everyone, mm-hmm. even though you didn't give me any offer. Yeah. I just emailed that, like, I found work and, yeah, yeah thank you for your time. That's nice. Yeah. A lot of communication, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> a lot. It was so much <laughs> like just in writing my life ever, because I'm not really fun of communication, you know, like, calling especially, like, text, it's, like, yeah, not that horrible, but, like, calling people, it's... Yeah. So when you... When you decide to start here, is it was it like people? I guess not much like name or salary or work um, task, right? Like what was like your how to say um, not parameters but aspect that made you decide this is the job I want to take. Uh, because like when you take a job, you think about salary, yeah. location, people, task, position. You know, or like some different mm. aspects. I realized that Afri is pretty good company, a pretty big company, mm. and uh, there there are a lot of international people, True. so they know how every like they have yeah. this experience how to work with f- people with from different back- backgrounds. Yeah, and I thought that uh, I can feel comfortable in this uh, society. Yeah, and yeah, Afri also pretty big company in Sweden and mm-hmm. in the whole world i guess yeah 55 so offices <laughs> yeah good. quite big yeah <laughs> so it's a good idea to start in work in sweden with such company do do we have an office in uh, kiev yeah yeah oh, we have that yeah that's strategical huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's not working anymore yeah i can imagine yeah okay so now let's talk about that you started okay Mm. How was this the the office for you? Like this, a new community, new people, a new atmosphere. Is it like? I I wrote down like here on the list like office tools, communication way, working hours, team building, project salary, <laughs> and all of this. We can start like with the office and the tools. Uh, first, because uh, in Stockholm, Afri has two offices. Yeah. And I didn't know about this because <laughs> I was coming to this to, big one. To the in headquarter. Solna. Yeah. Yeah, heads had one. And it was pretty far from where I live. Yeah. It's like took an hour for me to get there. Mm. And first uh, time I was working there. And uh, then uh, then Sarah told me, if it's too far, it's, if, if this office is too far for you, you can, you can, you can go to office in Maria, in Maria Week, which is like eight minutes for me with a bike. <laughs> From my house, and I and we're like, oh, what? Of course, this, this that was like my that was always a dream for me to live super close yeah. to work, so you don't spend a few hours uh, just to yeah. just for for the road. Mm. 
and uh, I start to work from that office. Yeah, I met uh, call. Uh, I met new colleagues, which uh, were were really nice with me. They explain everything how how and still continue. I continue ask some questions. Mm. Mm, they they tr- try to learn me the system, how everything works, how the project uh, and the rules uh, and so on like yeah. so many stuff because when you when you come to another country everything is of course real. i mean when you come to another office in the same country th- things are in yeah. you so imagine changing country yeah uh, it was uh, really difficult for me in the beginning do you honestly. think do you think here in sweden we are like complicating things too much of administration and uh, stuff compared to ukraine yeah, but I don't think that it's really bad. I think okay. it's really good. I okay. think it it has to be like this. It's it's one of the most important yeah. aspects mm. in work. So you so. don't feel that there's too much of administration, logging in, programs, softwares, routines? Uh, no, I, like you all understand why it, why, for what is this. Yeah. It's make life easier and like um, you can just go website and read everything yeah of course you can ask your colleagues also but maybe mm. they don't have so much time to guide you yeah and this is a special program for beginners mm-hmm. and you're you have all information yeah which you need to know mm-hmm. so. so how was like the first days here at Apri? did you get the same image that you had from our interview and so on uh, we just tell you like we lie to you. Nay, <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, it was really like confusing because a lot of scenes were new for me. Yeah, like ex- ex- extremely new, like which I haven't even experienced before. Mm. It was a lot of this uh, on board onboarding stuff. We don't really have this in in Ukraine. If you just you, you your first day you start work, you just. You work. You you work with projects straight yeah. away. Here you learn what process, how the system work, how the comp, what is company doing, mm. what is the goals and so on. Yeah. So I think it's it's good because you can work in company, uh, but you had no idea what the company is, what the yeah, like what what is, is like uh, mission, vision, and mm. who is there, and uh, what they stand for, and so on. Yeah. Mm. And that's what you need to know mm-hmm. <laughs> because otherwise how you can like work yeah to do your work yeah good so these are the first days and how how would you think about like our way of communication like is it different than ukraine like like the way we communicate when and how it's super different in a way that there is no frames between people i mean if you're a boss you're you can have the same level of communication with uh like with a person who is just started or just mm. practicant mm. or uh doing internship uh, doing internship and and so on so like there's no frames you you can you can go together for lunch mm. you can speak about different stuff uh, yeah. go for coffee but you still like have different positions. Yeah, like your manager, your yeah, you like. But in Ukraine, it's a little bit old school still for me. Even like, even in more like even in the 
new com like more more than companies mm. where like a lot of young people you still feel this uh, hierarchy yeah mm. exactly okay like you you still feel like <laughs> that this is a this person is boss and uh, he's not gonna go and drink coffee with you okay just because like he's cool with his position yeah, and maybe, like I above don't know. you in mm. the hierarchy system maybe I, I don't know i think it's just more culture thing it's not because of people Okay. Want to be that, but mm. it's just because it's uh, history and culture. Mm. Mm. And I hear I realize how comfortable it is just to be being yourself, being yourself, being open, and be able to speak with your boss about not only work and like who, what, who you, what you do, who you are behind, behind of this. So like um like you find it easy just to talk with Sarah yeah. like because now we are we have Sarah as a manager our manager. Yeah, uh, it was it was easy to talk with manager from the beginning like mm. you don't you don't feel any like, like hierarchy or something. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So and you don't like um There, yeah, there's no hierarchy, not only between Sarah, but between other colleagues who is like maybe like seniors or seniors has more has bigger position than you. Like if you don't know even if you just knew one and you don't know who, who everyone is, you just feel that everyone is on the same level. And that's really great. That's what I really love about Sweden to have this. It makes your life much comfortable. You feel comfortable at work. You don't have this fear, okay, she's my boss. I can't say this and this. Of course, you can say some things. You, you can do what you want. But in some in some aspect, it makes your life easier. Yeah, of course. Because then you, you're honest, you can be yourself. Yeah. And then when you're comfortable, you can be extra creative and, yeah, do, and do your yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You don't need to... You don't need to afraid to afraid your bosses. Exactly. Yeah. That's so stupid scene ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Um, uh, by the way, but this is like to be honest because I work in different companies. Uh, it's not the case everywhere here. So just to mention to our listeners, like I also work with other companies and so on. And then the boss was like the boss and was that kind of hierarchy. So also like depends on company. But in general, yes, I agree with you. Like here, you have easy way of communicating and so yeah. on. So uh, how do you see, like, because we, we use emails and Teams and uh, we don't use Telegram or WhatsApp. Is it the same as back home? Uh, in a way, it's the same. In my, at my first company, we also used mails yeah. and, like, calls uh, because it was a pretty big company. And, mm. of course, you can have random... Uh, tools for communication no. it was pretty structured yeah. but on my previous it was like it wasn't super framed like you doesn't matter how you communicate you just need to do your work <laughs> <laughs> so you use like telegram and... yeah it was just t telegram <laughs> communication between yeah we even sent to customers <laughs> also <some projects laughs> through telegram <laughs> <laughs> but so in cool. a way it was uh, so, easy yeah it's but like I, about... I realized this the structure of this is yeah. like it, it can't be like that yeah yeah and and how is it now with the working hours here same like eight hours or... yeah same but i don't want to say a lot of bad stuff about my work 
in Ukraine. No. But uh, there, in a way, you can overwork so much. It depends, of course, yeah. which your position. But yeah. mo especially if you work in architecture or business, mm. you all the time overworking. True. And like sometimes True. you can work at nights. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, sometimes no one gonna pay you for this. Yeah, like even uh, to be honest, even here, like I know some people they uh, do competitions. And sometimes they stay late, late nights. It, this is like very specific cases, not like a general thing. Mm. Mm. Because, because in Kiev, especially at my first office, yeah, it was general case. Yeah, uh, not all the time, of course, yeah. but some groups, uh, some departments, for instance, creative department, who was making the whole idea of projects. Mm. They were. I think they were just leaving in the office. <laughs> Like I was, like they were never leaving it. Yeah, they were like yeah. always there. Yeah, and it was mostly students and like yeah. this is not how it should be. No, I it's think. not healthy at all. It's not healthy, and mm -hmm. you, you after some time you you will hate I, your work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, uh, you will like get burned. How to say hospital and then ah, uh, uh, psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not mm -hmm. healthy at all. So uh, how about mm, projects? here how is it now you got a project or how was your involvement in project because like imagine it's completely different how we work here in sweden than in ukraine like the process the projects uh i think it's also really depends on the companies because on my first company i was in like detailed design department we we only did detailed design like we couldn't be involved in other like we couldn't like change like some part of the project if we want so it was another department who who was responsible for that so we could only do our part of work and there was like there was with time like you become an, you become bored of this you want you don't want you don't want to have these frames and then i changed to another uh, to another company when where i, I have more i had more like uh, possibilities but uh, you, you, I was doing only like a uh, landscape part. So like architecture part, I couldn't be involved, of course. Even, even if I wanted, I but, couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really depends, I think. Here in, in Afri, uh, it depends also which stage I'm, I joined the project. Like some projects I joined from the beginning, so we all uh, draw like a, we draw like a conception drawings, and then we develop this with other stages. And sometimes I'm I get into project on the late stages when when I just very just help to like change some details. So cool. Do you have uh, how many projects do you have now? Too much to do? Not so much. I think more than five, but okay. some some of them not some of them not super big. It's like playgrounds. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. So, so now I, I I see maybe you're happy because now you're doing conceptual stuff, right? Yeah, and uh, it's more difficult to do conception. It's okay. like sometimes you you never know if you're you if you're just a person who can do conception maybe. You don't have like you. You're not. You're not uh, super creative. Maybe just good at some other stages. I don't know. 
Yeah, exactly. It depends like of you, your talent and your skills and so on. But it's also good just to improve, like uh, try everything, try different. Maybe you, and that, then you yeah. find out which is your part. Is it the same like working flow and process here and, and back home? Or no, here like a lot of um, steps to get some drawing done. No, uh, I think it's the same. Yeah, because like you draw first, then you need to uh, have some Check, kind of yeah. a, a agree, a, like customer need to say yes or no, then you continue. So I think uh, almost the same. Yeah. So you don't feel like here it's like too complicated and so many steps to documentation and so on? No, maybe so much, uh, not documentation, but... Um, like here you have like a plan for average, like you have specific amount of hours, yeah. you split this for some, some of them goes to meet and some of them for skis. Yeah. So we didn't have this. We just had a, like, have a budget. Just, we had a budget for like a, a drawing stage, for okay. instance, for yeah. conception, conception stage. Yeah. And then you just need to split by your, like you split by yourself. You decide your yeah. work. Okay. And sometimes you can't, you, you need to have really good planning skills yeah. and time management skills, with, which not everyone have. And sometimes it's good just to have specific amount of hours for a specific kind of work. Yeah. So you can fill the time also. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, but do you, do you like it so far, or you find it difficult here? No, it's not really difficult if you're if you know how to organize your time rightly. But it's something you have to learn. I mean, some people good with this, some not. And uh, it's it's in general, it's good thing to have. How how is the team uh, building? Do you feel how long now have you working with us? Six months. Six months. Oh, soon you will be like more full time. I am. Are ah, you already? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> nice. It was on my last weekend. Okay, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I should know that because I was part of the interview. <laughs> but anyway, so now I'm happy. Cool. Yeah, I'm so happy too. Yeah, yeah. This is like a... well deserved. Yeah, mm, yeah, but I just uh... wait. Not well deserved. <laughs> no, maybe this or I don't want yeah. to be super <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, still uh, can't believe that maybe it's not super big thing. You know, it is. Big but thing. for me, it's a good job. No, it is a big thing. Good job, really. Mm. So um, okay, tell me about team building. Like how. You feel now you're part of the team. How is it going? Like when you started and now? Uh, I th I think here in Sweden, people focusing on team building doesn't matter which business it is, and I think it's really great thing to do because this is important and it's good to invest uh, time and money in this because you you want everyone feel happy and in the end your product you do you do is good and it's worth it because uh, i didn't have this before we had some something like maybe work parties but it wasn't like uh, you came all together and you just speak what you like what you don't like what you want to change with all team we didn't have this and here I experienced this first time when we went to North Shopping uh, as a, for just team building trip. So 
we just went together just to discuss uh, work uh, like atmosphere atmosphere yeah and what and everyone shared their own thoughts about work and uh, this is really great opportunity i think you and you also you share your thoughts yeah. and you also know what others people think maybe you guess what what they like but it could be totally the opposite and it's really great to know I yeah think. I, I like that trip as well we went to this um north shopping city it's a beautiful city yeah uh, i think no it was important like for the team to as you mentioned like to, to tell what you think about if you like things or you don't like and if you have some ideas for how can this be better and so on so i think it's, yeah, it was really it's, good it's trip. really great yeah. uh, to do that yeah and uh you you understand also why you do that it's not, exactly it's not just because of yeah yeah because uh let's do some fun let's go somewhere yeah 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 because we're tired to sit in the office no it it, it has a purpose also yes. <laughs> a lot of fika here as well yeah a lot uh, but it's nice uh, sometimes you can be so focused you forget to make pause and yeah. this is like good reminder like you should stop and uh it's also a lot of communication between colleagues yeah. sometimes even which the colleagues you may be not super close to, you still yeah. communicate with them and you know what's going on in their life, what they in what they do in what uh, yeah. they interested in and so on. And it's also uh, yeah, it's like it's almost like work friends here. Yeah, yeah. But not friends, not but friends, but like but really like friend atmosphere. Yeah, friendly atmosphere, exactly. Uh, for the international listeners, Fika is like uh, drinking coffee and talking pause. pause yeah. Pausing, drinking coffee, and talking like a Swedish uh, tradition. And now we have also Herman, our community, already called community manager, like making sure that we go to Fika. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he is good at this yeah, yeah. role. Yeah, we have like um, a new uh, role here. Like it's not mood manager, but more like community manager or something like this. Just making sure that we feel good and we go and drink coffee and talk with each other. No. <laughs> That's uh, good. Someone uh, need to control this. Yeah, yeah, and he's super, he's super cool doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, what is what is your biggest challenge now? Or challenges? You can mention more than one. The biggest challenge for me is language, obviously. Even though Sweden is a country where everyone speaks English, as soon as you start to work. Uh, in a company, even though it's international, it's this still main language is Swedish, and uh, you need to understand that <laughs> you you need to learn it anyway. Even though like someone just can speak English with you all the time, you still you still need to know the language because this is the the main key. the the the, the whole document documentation, customer information meetings everything is in swedish and if you don't understand what's going on like you almost outsider so this is it's still ch challenging for me but in the beginning it was really it was really difficult because i wasn't i didn't know language so good but now it's a little bit better because you, i practice every day and uh, at least i understand some something better now so 
it's it's coming so far you're learning it's coming like if you yeah. put energy and time on it so and you practice also you, yeah, not, you need to practice you're yeah. not just listen you also need yeah. to open mouth and speak even though you're not sure if it's if it's correct i think the atmosphere here is, is very open like even if you don't say correct people will tell you like um okay yeah good Are you you know it's mm -hmm. not like they're gonna laugh and say huh stupid you no, cannot of course you not. know it's like a, the opposite they will help you yeah so language the most challenging and also like still culture yeah still system yeah and yeah how how about like one year from now when you celebrate when you celebrate one year at Avery we do some podcast in swedish <laughs> okay deal deal nice nice i like that so get motivation also yeah for me. right <laughs> <laughs> what other um, challenges you have challenge and maybe become part of the system but it's include all of i just said you mean like which system like as a country or as a company or um, as a culture sweden like, yeah like uh, maybe office culture swedish mm -hmm. it's not that i want to change myself i want still to be yeah. who i am where yeah. i came from but maybe understand more people yeah like how this, they think in this way yeah yeah because sometimes i don't really understand what's mm, yeah why it's like this but yeah. not in another way because it's different mm. culture yeah no i think it's, it's it's about time so you experience more people experience yeah. culture than you you learn how this works exactly yeah awesome so what is your like wish In a career Ca career, career yeah, yeah. sense, my wish is to settle here in Sweden and just to grow here from who I, as who I am. Maybe just in, improve some skills, improve new programs. Also, like um, start to do pro product what people in Sweden need. Not only what I think they need, but to have understanding what what people want, what kind of a uh, landscaping. So grow here as a professional landscape architect yeah. in Swedish uh, system. And um, what can we in Sweden learn from Ukraine? More like let's talk about landscape. You, you can you can it's up to you like landscape architecture or working or like some interesting stuff uh maybe you can learn how to deal with deadlines it's not that it's a good scene about work in ukraine's lands landscape or just architect or whatever but in this file many maybe in some others but it's like how fast uh, you can deal with deadlines because uh, customers can change their mind super quickly and sometimes they give so little they give so little of time to make a changes yeah. but you understand that this change is going to take more time but you have you need to done this tomorrow you can't you can't change the date anymore and that's how you like learn yourself how to work quickly quality in, in the same time so we are like a bit slow here or panic 
Nej, it's because you have structure system more <laughs> than we have. But that what learned me to work fast and quality. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. learn like uh, learn about being fast, doing stuff with a good quality. Ah, if you can say like that. <laughs> Other things that we can learn or get inspired. I don't know. Can't really in in landscape perspective. I can't really. I was in my first work. I was super careful about details. We we did like super like super detailed one, and uh, because the details were super important. Because sometimes people who are gonna build this, they not super. They don't know how how it works. So you need to explain like yeah to a child. instructions and so like, on. Yeah, so. Uh, maybe here you don't really it's not really necessary because people know how to do this right and it's more controlled because in Ukraine it can be sometimes that builders can do what they what, what they, they what want they... <laughs> sometimes <laughs> not what the projects yeah. are yeah yeah so like now after um, all this time do you have time to do to, to your hobbies to things you like How's it going? Like more on a private life side. I'm still learning how to. <laughs> I'm still learning time management because some can be bad with this, but it's about it's about time, I guess. Yeah. But it's goes. It's okay because uh, I can com com combine my personal life with work because we start work here early in the morning and you can finish like at five so you have almost half of the day free and you can do whatever you want but it's not that i have a lot of hobbies <laughs> i'm 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 studying swedish in my free time because this is what's most important for me now and sometimes i don't know i can go some exercise i used to paint a lot but now i more paint maybe is some drawings at work so cool and uh, like if we talk about work-life balance do you do you find it like okay this is work this is private life or no how is it for you uh yeah as soon as work like is Finish. finished uh, you realize okay now it's private life mm. but sometimes of course you can you can think about work moments at home. You can draw sometimes something at home. If you just have some, you came like, up with some ideas, yeah, yeah. you just can have quick, uh, but it's not like you work and you just, mm -hmm. your, your work is your hobby. Maybe that's why <laughs> you can do this a little bit yeah. <laughs> in your free time. Interesting. <laughs> no, but in interesting to talk to you. I'm very happy you give your time. You came here. Uh, you share your um, story with interesting details as well. And uh, as we made the deal, like in one year, we're going to yeah. do one in a follow-up uh, episode in Swedish. So now we are like in the closing section, like in the final section of this episode. And that's about you giving messages. So the first message is about you giving a message to your team. Like here at AFRI, your team, urban planning and design team. No, my, my message to a team that... I'm really happy to work with you, honestly. 
uh, you're great people. Everyone is so different, but everyone's so united here in this little group who are trying to do good, good stuff. And I feel really comfortable with you, even though like <laughs> I'm from different background. Uh, so yeah, I'm really glad to work with you. Nice. And I can answer on the behalf of the team. Now we are we are we are very happy to have you here. Like it's uh, you're a great person, a great landscape uh, architect, and um, like you have a lot of things, a lot of value to add, both like as a in a project, but also in, in uh, working as a culture. Mm. So we are also very happy to have you. And I I think like getting a full time employee contract <laughs> is also like a, a sign thing. that yeah. we show we appreciate you yeah, being with us. Yeah, thank you so much. And also, I forget to add that uh, I'm glad that you accepted me, like, because it's maybe sometimes difficult on a mental level to accept someone from different, maybe work also, because you think, uh, yeah. you used to think in a different way. So it's also about patient and about language that sometimes people have to speak english with me because i understand so i'm really grateful for for this <laughs> i think we have a great team here it's it's, it's like mm -hmm. a team you know if your success is part of ours so yeah. it's like we are a team yeah this is like a circle yeah nice the next question is about you giving three takeaway messages to our listeners uh my first one is I never stop believing yourself, even so even though you like you think it will never work, I not it will I will I never worth it. I will never find, for example, work abroad because it's a lot of difficult. Like it's good to stand on the earth and not like lie in the clouds and have like some kind of picture. Okay, this is my plan, this is I'm gonna it's good. But sometimes it's also good to stand still and uh, just just take the situation as it is. If it's not coming, maybe it has to be like this. So never stop believing yourself, but maybe don't dream too much <laughs> so not to get disappointed. So this is the first message. Two more. Ah, maybe. Maybe two messages <laughs> in one. <laughs> I can't be short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more. Then one more message. Uh, yeah, everything is possible. My example. Maybe it's not example for everyone. Because it, it's different situation. But it shows that everything is possible. There is no borders. Like, no matter who you where you came from. You still can be who you want to be. There is no borders in this world, <laughs> only in your head. <laughs> uh, exactly, like the sky is not the limit. No. Like your mindset is the limit. No. That's about how you think. So you never know, like, what, where you, where life can bring you. Like, mm. sometimes bad things happen, and in the end, you have good something yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, thanks for the takeaway messages. And now is about you. Ask, ask a question to us. So no more questions from my side. This is the last question, and it's going to be asked by you. 
what is your question to me and to our listeners? My question to the audience is maybe someone also ha had experience or have an experience right now to find a work in uh, other countries and what the most difficult part in all of from all of this uh, what you struggle about what interesting things you can share mm. so share like your experience with others so you can inspire and maybe yeah get maybe there there could be another yeah. inspiring story of about course yeah. i didn't work abroad yeah of course thank you so much uh, sasha i'm very happy to talk to you thank you so much too i'm really glad to share my story